Welcome to the M. Kane Coaching Podcast. My name's Marcus Kane, and today we'll be talking, amongst other things, about performance-enhancing drugs and physique goals. Now, in 2021, I was lucky enough to connect with two really special people, Nate and Tanya Atkin. These guys are just an amazing couple who are both world-class physique competitors, and I'm absolutely stoked to have Nate here with us today for this episode. We'll be covering a couple of different topics that relate back to what's involved in certain goals when it comes to physiques, and spending some time on the topic of performance-enhancing drugs, Nate and Tanya both being athletes who compete and do what they do naturally without the assistance of drugs. Now, I'm really grateful for this conversation because unlike a lot of people out there talking about physique goals, Nate isn't here endorsing a particular diet or method. Where a lot of people who compete and win in the world of fitness go on to sell products and diets, Nate has a very successful career in a completely separate industry. So he's here to talk with us just because he's a good dude who wants people to have access to sensible information. And this is a perspective that's really close to my heart because I believe a lot of unnecessary pain and frustration when it comes to diet, fitness and body image could be avoided if we had more transparency in the fitness industry. So without any further delay, here we go. So thank you so much for joining us, Nate. A question that I would love to get started with is, what do you think are the key differences between natural and enhanced athletes when it comes to building and maintaining not just a pro-level physique, but really any kind of physique? It's a great question. Um, and I think, you know, first, we kind of have to take a step back and look at um, you know, the key differences between the two um, Often what happens with people when they're, you know, they're following Instagram, they're looking at um, influencers, they have physique goals in mind, they're going to naturally, sometimes people are drawn, especially nowadays, having the prevalence of um, physique competitors right in our face uh, and, and models on magazines and on um, uh, supplement companies. And they're always right there. We have the tendency to compare ourselves to those physiques. And then what happens is, um, sometimes people will be discouraged with their own results and their own um, uh, progress and then fall into the loop uh, of, oh, you know, I think that this, this, using males as an example, oh, I think this guy is definitely, you know, he's, he's on gear, he's taking something and I'll never look like that. And, you know, that's not true. I think that, um, you know, we have to first take a step back and realize that, yeah, yeah, quite often people that we see that we're modeling after don't have the life and the lifestyle that we think that we're seeing that uh, that's on paper, that's in Instagram, you know, and for ourselves, you know, there's a, there is a huge difference there between, you know, we, we have to set our own goal, look at, okay, look at my own physique, look at my body, look at my characteristics, look at my lifestyle, what I do for a job, you know, what my social setting is like, um, you know, what influencers do I have in my life that are guiding me in the direction of health and nutrition? Who do I hang out with? There's a whole package there involved with, you know, who you, who, who you are and then what you're looking at on social media and what you want to be. So natural versus enhanced. If we're just talking about somebody who wants to be in great shape, who wants to look good, feel good, aim toward a physique goal, 100% is fully sustainable, natural. You know, um, I have competed in natural competitions for physique for years. And quite often, a lot of the guys that I compete against have 
physiques that I consider to be far superior to those who are enhanced. Um, so, you know, don't get tricked into, you know, speaking to some of your, your followers, don't get tricked into the thought that you have to be enhanced to obtain and maintain the physique you want. That's totally mm-hmm. untrue. In fact, you know, you and I have spoken about this before, but uh, I truly believe that um, a natural physique is one that, you know, you, you can, it, it, it may, you, know, you you'll obtain your goal. Um, if you follow us, you know, you need to identify your goal and then follow a strict protocol to get there, but you'll sustain that physique and that health far greater and far longer than anybody who's taking shortcuts mm. to get there. Yeah, for sure. So although I should make it clear, you know, you and I, we're both not really talking about the moral implications of performance enhancing drug use. You know, what any individual wants to do is their own choice, though the people who do achieve their, the people who do hit their targets naturally, they seem to have a more stable journey. They're able to keep those results and kind of maintain them long term. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Um, Uh, just, you know, physically speaking, of course, when you're actually utilizing different tools um, that are, are natural. Um, so you're following, you know, a nutritional plan, you're, you're following an exercise plan and you're utilizing supplementation. That's natural. Your body responds well to that. It's natural to your body. And you don't have the, the ups and downs in different hormonal um, imbalances that come from enhancements. Whereas other athletes, you you know, not even forget about the moral side of things, just physiologically, you know, uh, the effects that the enhancements can have on your, on your body, on your physique. And of course your psyche, um, puts you into that roller coaster. And quite often it is uh, not quite often, almost always, um, uh, it's, it's not sustainable over the long term. Mm. And then, uh, quite often people who are enhanced find themselves in, you know, deep, deep, you know, they'll, they'll have high highs, but deep, deep, deep lows uh, that come with a lot of other problems physiologically and psychologically as a result. Because mm. it's like if you've built a career and a whole identity based on something that you've achieved with, with PEDs or with performance enhancing drugs, and it comes to a point where you need to stop using them, like what, what, yeah, like what does it mean for the person when something that they've built something that's a cornerstone of their identity and their life and maybe even their career and everything like that uh, can't continue because maybe their the degree to which they can continue to use performance enhancing drugs is limited. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I want to be clear too. Um, you know, there are, there are associations and there are areas of life where performance enhancing drugs are openly utilized and used. And uh, I'm not opposed to that for the people who have done the research, they understand mm. the risks, they're going to do it. That's fine. Yeah. You know, but for, for, for the more, um, the more, the, the, I would say the more average gym goer and people who want to be better than average, they want to say, okay, you know, I work out often, you know, or, or not as often as I should. <laughs> um, but I, uh, you know, I want to go to the next level. I want to, uh, I want to, you know, cut down enough to be proud of, of my, my body in a bathing suit on, on vacation, or I want to uh, look better for, you know, be, be healthier, perform better. Um, you know, for, for, for these are the guys I'm talking about, you know, the natural mm-hmm. guys, I guess I'm talking about the fact is, is that it's much healthier for you over the long term. Um, you know, if you can just bypass the temptation, uh, you know, to jump into something that is going to have 
far-reaching negative long-term effects on you. Mm. Um, you you will sustain you'll you'll sustain those results far longer than you would on the enhancements. Yeah. You know, like I mentioned, people who are going to utilize that, um, there's an area of that where that's uh, more or less uh, accepted. Um, you're you're head- heading into an association that, you know, everybody is in the same boat. Uh, yeah. They understand their risks. They're guided with um, doctors and other supplements that assist in other areas. Okay, that's fine. If you understand that, that's your decision. But if we're talking to, to guys who want to really live a healthy lifestyle, uh, do it properly, achieve their goals and have them last, you know? Yeah. 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 So for the people who really do understand the risks and have the support and, you know, that's a very different situation to someone who's been at the gym for, you know, somewhere between six and 24 months and they decide to start a cycle because all their mates are doing it Two very different situations. Very, very different. And and I know that you and I have spoke about this before and I'll touch on it again, is that some of the guys who I do know over the years who have, um, you know, chose, they've chosen to go down that road of taking enhancements and going into the pro circuit of professional bodybuilding. You know, these guys all have already often worked out for at least a decade. Yeah. Already are, are already the hardest workers in the room. They were before they chose to take enhancements, they still are, and they will be after. There's yeah. a big difference there. The, um, you know, there's a, a huge difference there between that. Um, they've already have the, the sustained work ethic. They've put their physique on a track where they've essentially kind of hit their natural ceiling um, mm. in in their profession. Uh, this these are people who their their profession is to be a bodybuilder. So it's a, it's a different from from you know uh, the client who wants to come out, look great, get in great shape, get ripped, and, and go on vacation. Mm. Uh, so so that's a huge difference, and that's exactly right. Um, you know, for the guy who comes in, goes to the gym, doesn't see the results he wants in a couple months. And says, "Oh man, that guy looks great over there." You know, I wonder what he's taking. And um, that I am very opposed to that mindset. Yeah. Uh, as you know, um, you know, my mindset, my mentality is all about long-term, sustained hard work for anything you do. You know, your body is like an investment. We yeah. talk about compound interest. Your body is compound interest. Mm-hmm. You invest in it over time. Slowly, your physique when I say slowly, it is slow. It takes time. It's not as fast as everybody wants it to be, but you will see results and they will last. And you'll be so, you know, the, the joy that you get and um, the feedback you get from the mirror and the motivation that you get from your results, that is far greater than anything else that you could achieve with any enhancements. Mm, 100%. And I think it's worth mentioning here for people listening, obviously, because this is audio, uh, for everyone listening, Nate looks fucking amazing. So just, it's probably worth throwing that out there. That uh, you know, <laughs> this this stuff is really coming from someone who uh, walks the walk and truly does know what's up. And one thing that's really interesting is that Nate, before we met, your wife Tanya, who's also a pro fitness competitor, told me that you're like the calmest, most reliable, and most stable person that she's ever met. You know, and. If people have goals in regards to their physique, how important would you say it is to cultivate, you know, similar qualities and create like a sound mindset and a stable life outside the gym? Uh, well, 
that's nice to say. Thank you for that. I appreciate those kind <laughs> of words. That, that's definitely not always the case, but <laughs> that's nice. Um, I think that to achieve physique goals, uh, you know, we're talking about two different things here. So to be quite clear, um, you know, some of those characteristics are, are kind of subjective, right? Depending on, um, you know, who you are, where you are, what scenario you're in, things to that effect. But, um, you know, having a physique goal and having a long-term sustained health goal, which, you know, will align with physique goal, are two different things completely. I mean, if we're, we're talking about, you know, I want, like I said before, I want to, um, you know, I want to just get into great shape for this one date. I have a goal in mind. It's a wedding. It's a, it's a vacation. It's a photo shoot. Okay. Uh, so here's the thing about that. You can have that particular goal, work backwards, um, and, and cater your nutrition and your health and your working out and your lifestyle to that one goal, transform your physique. You're going to, you're going to just be focused on one date. And then it goes to the shitter after that, because it's not, you haven't actually, um, built that into your lifestyle. You just had one date in mind, one goal. I'm going to get there. And then after that, I'm going to blow it up. You know, I'm going to go on that vacation and I'm going to be all in an all-inclusive in Mexico. And it's going to go to the shitter because I'm going to destroy everything I just worked for. That's, that's one, one mindset. The other mindset, which is the mindset that I think, um, you know, it's the art that we've lost for some reason with the prevalence of, of social media. And, and, and we talked about the, um, you know, all the, the mass of information that we have now that just is confusing consumers and gym goers. And that is the mentality of, okay, um, you know, I'm going to be 1% better every day. I'm going to make slow, uh, consistent change in my lifestyle. I'm going to eat a little bit better. I'm going to work out consistently, you know, and I'm going to maybe a little bit better each day. That's going to contribute to the best possible mindset, which is going to be the one that sticks around, which is going to be a lifetime, long-term sustained results, you know? So that to me is that that's the lifestyle that, that we live, my wife and I and our family. And it doesn't come, um, it's not, it's not necessarily easy for people because people may have, depending on your age, may have already developed habits, um, and social networks and lifestyles that for them, their habits, habits are difficult to break, but, you know, in order to have the mindset to cultivate that, that physique and that lifestyle, you have to be committed to it. You know, it's like anything I, I we, you and I talk about you have to be willing to put the time in. It's not going to happen on its own. You have to educate yourself. You have to be willing to jump in to learn a little bit more about nutrition, about working out, about what works for me. You, you're, you, not everyone fits in the same box. Some people might have different types of exercise that they may hate going to the gym. I hate going and lifting weights. That's okay. We can find something else that you do enjoy doing. But having the mindset that this is not going to happen overnight this is not going to just change automatically. I have to live the lifestyle and I have to, you know, really believe and buy into it. That's the only way that you get long-term sustained, you know, cultivated, um, you know, kind of the goals that you're looking for long-term physique-wise. That's the way to do it, in my opinion. Mm, for sure. So it, it does require like a conscious decision to regulate certain expectations, be willing to learn as much as you can. And when you said, you know, learn as much as you can and, and research different things that opens kind of like another can of worms, because 
we have so many options of where to get our information from now and not all of those sources are totally reliable hey this is the truth and and that's why again i would say you have to identify your goals first identify your goal first you know clearly not you know we touched on it a little bit you and i the last time we spoke and um a, a very very loose um ambiguous uh, goals usually are what we hear things like oh you know i want to be um you know like less than eight percent or ten percent body fat or i want to be why i say why why <laughs> why would you so i say to somebody what does that mean to you why would you say that why would you say oh i want to be sub 12 percent body fat? okay what why what does that look like to you where did you hear that what is um what does that mean what does that equal in your lifestyle what kind of changes are you going to make to to have that particular look so is it the look that you want? Is it uh, because you're a competitor and because you are required to be below that body fat to compete, or is it because you, you know, you, um, you know, you know, you're an accountant and you like to work out and you follow some uh, Gymshark models on Instagram and you want to look like one of them and you you saw them post that they were eight percent body fat, so now that's what I want to be. So this is the thing: identify your goal. And then work backwards from from there. So it's kind of like set that goal clearly, and then from that we can we can look at okay. So what's it going to take to to obtain that particular goal? There are going to be sacrifices there. I talk about research. So yes, there's a lot of garbage to be found. But if you can identify your goal clearly, for some people it might be that they're getting into CrossFit. They want to improve their time on one of the competitions. Okay, that's great. Then let's look at and see what's involved with you improving your time for, you know, competition A, B, and C. For somebody else, it might just simply be an aesthetic goal. Okay, well then let's let's look at and see that if you want to, you know, you want to build your glutes or you want to get a six pack or you want to do whatever. Okay, what's involved with obtaining that goal? But um, yeah, if you filter, if you flood yourself with Insta knowledge or uh, Google knowledge uh, without filtering what you're what you're looking at and what you're reviewing and understanding that, that um, you know, there are places to get good information, then yeah, you're going to definitely be uh, just completely confused up here. And, and all, then you'll just say for I lost that last word out there, you said completely conf confused up here and and what sorry? Yeah, if you're completely confused up here in your brain and you're just foggy and there's too much information, then what's going to happen is you're just going to say, okay, forget it. I'm not going to do anything. And you'll just freeze. Mm, so, yeah. you know, you need, and I, we have to recognize that as humans, the way that our brain works is you identify a goal, then you, you, you do some research that, uh, that, you know, and it takes time, real research. I don't mean Google research, you know, actual research kind of determining what it is that you're going to need to do to get uh, which path leads to that goal and and then jumping in and doing it mm. and i can say with total transparency that i've you know 10 years ago you know when i started getting into fitness and training and conditioning i was 100 guilty of that i'd be 100 sold on one diet and training method for you know three to six months and then in another three to six months time i'd read a new book or found a new expert of some description and I was like, no, 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 now this training method is the best. And I would be constantly jumping between them and definitely took me a while to break out of that habit, which is a really terrible fucking habit. Which is 
also the habit that every one of us has. So, um, you know, and, and I, and I say to people, that's fine. Uh, don't be hard on yourself. This is the biggest, uh, setback that we have is ourselves, you know, um, don't eat uh, the last time you and I spoke, I kind of said before, if you, if you do, um, uh, miss a day or two, or you do have that meal that upset you about, or you do bounce back and forth and you're listening to this and you say, Oh man, I can't follow a path. I don't know. I can't do it. Don't worry. It's fine. You're human. Who gives a shit? The key is that what matters is, is now today, the next mm. day, when you get up, you know, um, you have a choice every moment, every day starting right now you know it doesn't matter about the cheeseburger that you ate last night it doesn't matter about the six pints and trip nachos you had with your buddies on thursday it doesn't matter what matters is that you have a choice now you have a choice you can start right now you don't be hard on yourself you're you're the, you're the biggest obstacle that you face we all are and um, once we recognize that it's like the sky's the limit really and just before we wrap up something i'm curious about do you have any funny stories or anything or any memorable moments that you'd like to share from your experience in physique competition <laughs> some behind the scenes kind of funny moments or something like that that stands out in your mind as something that you'd like to share <laughs> that that's good yeah there's there's always um there are always uh, you know things that happen that i guess at the time probably not not so funny as, as much as now but because actually in a you know in the fitness competition atmosphere uh, man, it is intense, right? Like everything um, is uh, to, to like having perspective is important, but when you're there, whether it's, you know, especially the guys or girls who it's their first few times, like the anxiety level is like through the roof, like, because you've done so much to get to that point. Um, and for, you know, everything from like your, you know, your, your suit, and for women, you know, their, their suit or their costume and um, depending on what, what category they're in and, you know, like your body and your tan and your water and like everything's got to be perfect. So usually, and you're already angry and hungry and like, you're like, <laughs> you're ready to kill people as it is. So the littlest thing sets people off and I'm a pretty like uh, chill guy. So I, I kind of feed off of, of that sometimes um, and poke some fun at it, but I've seen, I'll tell you, I've seen in the back, um, uh, you know, uh, some things where like guys, uh, you know, like their shorts will like uh, rip or break open. And it's like, oh man, like you're just about to go on stage or like a lot of times there's a lot of um, things with the women like that, where um, uh, they'll have like heels and things break or different things happen in the back and, and that kind of thing happens. And it's, uh, it's just the, the mayhem um, that ensues is it's actually quite comical, but in terms of <laughs> memories, like for me uh, to be quite honest with you, um, by far the absolute best um memories ever uh some of them in my life period are you know having my family at uh at my competitions because you know my wife and i competed um to get in terms of together a little bit later on where we already had kids um so having my sons um there for me in the crowd um you know to come backstage give me a hug when i won in boston and um you know, having my sons there cheering on dad, you know, and it's like, I'm going up against guys who some of them are, you know, like high teens, low twenties, jacked, um, <laughs> mid twenties. And, and, uh, you know, and having my uh, wife and kids there is like, Oh, but there's as a, you know, as a man and, um, and a father, um, you know, 
so going through the prep stages, competing, um, especially when Tani and I did it together, kind of showing your kids that it doesn't matter what the goal is in life. Um, it can seem that it's unattainable. It can seem very daunting. It can seem like um, pe other people will call you crazy for it, um, but don't ever set a goal um, that is catered to somebody else and don't ever get discouraged by um, what other people will say. You know, I teach my kids, I do not care. Like you set your dreams and goals as high as you possibly can and don't care what anyone says. And, uh, and then for them to kind of watch us do that, come and cheer us on and be there to kind of see um, us kind of achieve those goals. That is definitely something I'll take with me forever, for sure. Awesome. That's really cool to hear, man. Absolutely awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So, Nate, thank you so much for jumping on this episode today. And, you know, you've talked about some really super valuable stuff and I'm sure everyone's going to love it. So thank you so much for your time. It really, truly is my pleasure. So anytime. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. Thanks, Marcus. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. If you found yourself in a difficult place with food and dieting and want a clear path to steady progress in the right direction, go ahead and reach out to me via my website, Coaching, or Instagram. I'll include links for both of those in this episode's description. So I hope today's episode has been helpful. My name's Marcus Kane, and if you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave a good review as it'll help this content reach more people. So until next time, I'll see you later.